Actual Classic Haul. Guys, hi. It's Marsha here. And we'll say your fucking name. Oh, and Katie, I just thought you were preparing Well, to yeah, yeah, now, now back, back to me. I have a blanket. I have a spiced orange tea. Katie is in, what, what are we calling this, plaid? Oh, I'm in a plaid fat flannel shirt. She's in a plaid flannel shirt it's in like, yellow if tones. You, it's mustard, and if this was mm. a pumpkin patch, you'd be like, that's the vibe. It's the vibe. We are ready for our spooky it's tales. It's officially the first day of autumn. Um, I have a little controversy about this. The first day of autumn, officially, mm. it has always been the 21st of September. Oh, yeah. Well, Googling, it's like, no, it's the 22nd this year, and I'm like... But why? I don't know. But Is it a vibe? So I'm celebrating the first day of autumn twice because um, <laughs> I was on the, in the mood yesterday and I was like, well, that's how it's been my entire life, so fuck you. Mm. But apparently it's a, that's today, but it is now officially autumn. So mm. we're heading back to Jamaica in. It's about to get spooky, y'all. So oh. Buckle up, get a blanket, get a drink, get a nice candle, get cosy for our next trip down to the cold and welcoming Jamaica in. <laughs> Oh, da, 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 da. So I'm trying to remember where we were last time. So um, she'd basically said, don't fuck with me, I'll get a magistrate, you can't. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> fair enough. Mm. Um, now and he was then, like, baby, you a gangster too. Do you want to be an actual gangster? Like, would you like to? And she's like, I know, no, I, I'm a good girl. And he's like, I fair enough. Yeah, and he's like, all right, now, if you ever hear any strange noises from outside yonder window, don't investigate. Or I'll break your neck now off to bed, you little scare. <laughs> that was it, that was it, yeah. I'll rough you up a little bit and I know. Now, don't get involved in my uh, affairs. Oh, you're a bit particular. I'll fucking brain you. Literally, here is a candle to light you to bed. Here is Uncle Joss to whack off your head. Yeah. And I was like, it's like is, this, is this my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You don't so, have many options as a woman in Victorian I think times? it's like turn of the century so it's beginning of the 20th century so end of victorian it's a millennium <laughs> no this is like 20 years ago lad. no but yeah so it's like then okay I don't know. I don't know. Well, um cars don't seem to be a thing everyone has a couch everyone has a couch i was going for carriage but i was also kind of like you like you're getting a, emotional <laughs> i had a mini sick because i was talking i was like well if my mouth's open that's not so many. <laughs> so sick on my I just had to be like, mm, <laughs> and close my mouth. I was like, holding in the sick is more important. <laughs> I'm, I'm happier that you were sick in your mouth rather than you were crying over the fact everyone had a carriage. Or throwing up on your bed. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you, I think I'd rather you threw up on my bed than you cried over that and everyone had a carriage. It's <laughs> such a beautiful, simpler time. <laughs> everyone had a carriage. I want a fucking carriage. <laughs> so fucking bad. There you go, they all had carriages. Hmm. So when Mary wakes up on her first morning, I hate your keyboard! <laughs> my, back to that. I think you'll find it's my trackpad, you hate. <laughs> fucking I hate it. <laughs> She's woken up on her first morning there. You know when you wake up first morning on holiday? Yeah. And it always seems extra bright. Yeah, it's not like that in Jamaica, right? <laughs> oh, but it's a bit funny. So she's like, oh, I can tell by the light I must have slept late. I've slept past 8am! And you're oh, like, fuck off. Yeah, fucking late, you prick. Yeah. Like, she's a farmer twat. Like, you wake up at 5am to make the fucking cows, don't you? Uh, Dickhead. Earlier than that. Yeah. Shut. Gangsters don't wake up before noon. Go back to sleep. Living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> so yeah, she wakes up. It's very bright. It's uh, normal. Hey, you told me it wasn't bright. Oh, yeah, I got distracted. No, it, well, maybe it is because it's later than she expected. Mm -hmm. So who knows? She learns that Uncle Joss has gone away, has gone out. And so she's like, questions Aunt Patience about what goes on in Jamaica Inn. And not a lot, it would seem. Well, I think Aunt Patience is full of shit. Well, uh, so it's like, so does anyone ever come here? No. <laughs> well, I was told last night if I came out when the people come here that were here, I'd be killed. So I think people come here. No, no one comes to the bar. How do you make money? <laughs> You're weird, Aunt Patience. He messed you up. Yeah, <laughs> you've gone wrong, Aunt Patience. Yeah. Oh, you and your elfy locks. You and your elf locks. You're turning into an elf. Where? <laughs> so when she's like, but how does he make money? Like, how do you afford to live? She's like, I ain't seen fucking nothing else. Mm. Um, so yeah, Joss is away for like a week, and in this time, Mary goes for many walks to get to know the countryside. Mm. It's, a bit wild. it's very wild countryside. Like, there's nothing for miles around. Like. It's that kind Apart of... in the like, Beast of Bobman. Beast of Bobman. But it's that kind of thing, like, you know, if anything happens, no one's going to hear you scream. If you manage 
by some miracle to find a cottage in the wilderness mm. you know you've no guarantee what the people would be like you're not gonna you're not gonna find somewhere <laughs> no guarantee what the people will be like got images of like the hills have eyes and we like fucking cannibals up maybe in the hills. you don't know well they might be mates with joss oh they might be mates with joss this have we told the story about the beast of bodmin thing at bodmin jail i feel it's weird to explain <laughs> well, i'm gonna explain it right right Guys, we have to explain what Bodmin Jail is first, which I feel we might have done before. So It's awesome! If you're into morbid shit. <laughs> so Bodmin Jail is an actual jail in Bodmin, uh, like a Victorian jail, and they've got like these weird mannequins there. Yeah, it's been turned into like an attraction. Yeah, and they've like filled it with like mannequins to like illustrate like old stories from it, like... I don't know, a woman that like drowned her baby and was like hung and that kind of thing. You know, happy shit, happy shit. And um, they had like a new one when we went there more recently. Because, yeah, we've gone multiple times. We have a shields. Um, and um, it was this girl who said that um, she'd seen the Beast of Bob Moore. And so it was... Um, did she have a Mars bar in her mouth? She had like a Mars bar half out of her mouth. And it was like, I don't know, did the Beast steal her chocolate bar? It was kind of like the idea because it was meant to... Because it's all like Victorian stories of like, yeah, this woman who drowned her baby and stuff like that. Yeah. But then with the Beast of Bobman, it's like a modern story. Yeah. And so they're given this lady who was all like, cowering on the ground from the beast a chocolate bar like oh no she's dropped dropped her chocolate bar mm. but she was like the chocolate bar was still in her mouth yeah but we didn't see the chocolate bar in her mouth at first no no we did we saw the chocolate bar in her mouth and we were like cool and then we came back around the other way and saw her her face dead on and it looked like the chocolate bar had gone like she'd i don't know eaten it or something because no, i thought it was her tongue yeah i thought yeah. it was her tongue poking out and i thought like because i hadn't seen the chocolate bar the first time yeah around. and then when i did see it i thought she just had this like demonically huge tongue poking out and i was like <laughs> Why have they done that? Because <laughs> it's a mannequin. So it's oh like, yeah, that rings like, a bell. Yeah. You like saying like, did she have her tongue out before? Yeah. And we were all like, like no. Because I think that was the thing. First time he came around, we, we were dead on, so yeah. we didn't see it. Yes. And then when he came around the side, it looked like she had this demonic tongue coming out, which was her chocolate bar. Yeah. And it was just the moment of like, but that's like a stylistic choice to give her a demonic tongue. Yeah. And it wasn't there before. So we were yeah. like, is it going to kill us? And we had going to die? And we hadn't been to Bobman Jail before and they had upped the fucking budget. Oh, so yeah. part of me was like, Square to fucking go, lads. You've oh, done yeah. this right. Bob and Jail's got... Guys, I mean, we should be sponsored by Bob and Jail. Fucking go. The story is that a mysterious Russian man came and was like, this <laughs> is a vibe. And he's a billionaire. And he bought it and he was like, I'm going to make this place great. And he spoke to the local clairvoyant person oh, yeah. who talks to the ghosts. And she, he was like... The local clairvoyant. Yeah, and he was like, we'll keep you because I think it's important we don't anger the spirits. And we'll do what we've got to do. But if you, if you sense anything, let us know and we'll adjust. So mm-hmm. don't anger them. So it's a whole vibe and go. Yeah, it is a vibe. I, I, I might actually send them an email. I want to be sponsored. <laughs> do it. I want to go. Anyway, after a week, uh, Joss Merlin returns home. Did he go to Bob and Joe, though? He's like, I've had a wonderful trip. We're all going away. <laughs> if anyone asks, I'm Russian. If anyone asks, I'm Russian. As she crossed the yard, she noticed with sinking heart that the stable door was open and the pony was inside. Joss Merlin had returned. She opened the door as silently as possible, but it rubbed against the stone flags and grated in protest. Mm. The song rang in the quiet passage, and in a minute the landlord appeared from the back, bending his head under the beam. His shirt sleeves were rolled above his elbow and he had a glass in his hand and a cloth. He was, it seemed, in high good good humour, for he shouted boisterously (laughs) at Mary and waved the glass. Well, he roared, don't drop your face and smile at the sight of me. Are you pleased to see me? Did you miss me much? No. no also, I don't fucking know you. I did fucking night and then you left. Yeah, like... Joss, is it? Hey, sorry, who are you? <laughs> what? I'm Mary. <laughs> who like, are very you? Familiar. Who are you? So, yeah, then she says that and he's not impressed. He roars. Um, <laughs> Roar. <laughs> it's Joss, you rude dick. <laughs> Mary made an effort to smile and ask him if he'd had a pleasant journey. Pleasant be damned, he answered. You're so rude. I'm I just like making like, conversation. Did you have a nice journey? This is how adults and people with, like, you know, manners communicate. What's wrong with you? You have so much testosterone, it's embarrassing. You need to calm down. You're going to give me some aneurysm. You are going to burst. Burst you. I'll fucking burst you. So he explodes. <laughs> but pure, he angry male rage. 
It can happen, guys. You need to really I mean, watch out. Have you ever seen those muscle muscle men strain? They're gonna burst. <laughs> they will. They're gonna pop like a wee pimple. I bet they have hemorrhoids popping out their oh bum. Oh my god. Ooh. So tight. If you <laughs> sound sexy, so tight. <laughs> Skin. I feel like my flick is just gonna explode. Like <laughs> tight like a hemorrhoid. Flick it. <laughs> I was gonna say if there's anyone here that is a beefcake of a man. They're not here. <laughs> Do you know our demographic at all? You don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, the one of you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Is I've it? forgotten what my question was. Do you have hemorrhoids? I have to say, while we're on the topic of tight, muscly men, yeah. why would you get to a point of muscle where you can't relax your arms and you have to walk with them sticking out oh from your body? God. You look silly! They must get chafing. Like, surely. But you know the thing that's like, oh, there was a TikTok thing being like, can you touch your hands to your elbow? Not elbow, sorry. No. Shoulder. <laughs> I'm not very good at words. Hand, can you put it? Can you put like your right hand on your right shoulder? So just like bending yeah. it back and stuff. And all these men were like, I can't reach. My muscle gets in the way. And it's like, that's not sexy. You've reduced your flexibility because you're a bulbous buffoon. Bulbous? They are bulbous. It's weird. It doesn't get in the way. It's like, fuck off, you classic bastard. <laughs> Can you tell? I don't dig big muscles. I think they're weird. <laughs> Didn't even do anything apart from grow his muscles. <laughs> wow, I don't like it. It makes me uneasy. <laughs> people judge women on how they look. Oh, man. I don't know. They just look like the kind of people who might hurt me, and it worries me. Anyway. <laughs> They look like Joss Merlin's, and Joss Merlin isn't very nice. There you go. Anyway, so, um, pleasant be damned, he answered. There was money and that's all I care. <laughs> exactly, um, well then you ha you achieved achieved your objective, you had a good trip, you're yeah, welcome, well, goodbye. Goodbye, you bastard. <laughs> Maniac. <laughs> I've not been staying in the palace with the kings, if that's what you mean. Literally just asking her a good time. Um, he <laughs> yeah. shouted with laughter at his own joke. It wasn't funny! <laughs> and his wife appeared behind his shoulder, simpering in harmony. Ooh. As soon as his laughter died away, the smile faded from Aunt Patience's face and the strained, haunted expression returned again. The fixed, almost idiot stare that she wore habitually in the presence of her husband. So sad. This is sad. Mary saw at once that the little freedom from care which her aunt had enjoyed during the, the past week was now no more and she had again become the nervy shattered creature of before hey, that rhymed. Hmm. mary turned to go upstairs to her room when joss called her here he said no skulking up this evening there'll be work for you in the bar alongside your uncle don't you know what day of the week it is no mary paused to think she was losing count of time was it monday's coat she had taken that made today saturday saturday night at once she realized what joss merlin meant Tonight there would be company at Jamaica Inn. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ghosts. So that night, men from all over the countryside starts countryside start rolling up. I hate into it. Sounds Jamaica like Handmaid's Tale, and um, you can't trust groups of men in it's anywhere. The, you know, like that thing when it's sort of like in Shaun of the Dead, it's all quiet and there's no zombies everywhere, and then someone makes a noise and they just start rolling <laughs> more. Okay, it'll just get the image of her looking out her window like. Uh, the men <laughs> they just come all rolling in yeah they're all gross yeah. Um, she's kind of a prick though as well so yeah she's just sort of like going through like what all the men are like and everything and the, this last had a birthmark that ran the whole length of his face blazing it purple and he kept plucking at it with his hands and pulling out his cheeks so that Mary who stood in line with him for all the bottles that divided them turned sick and nearly fainted at the side of him Mary he has a birthmark yeah. you have to get a grip you do and he's probably noticing that you're like obviously really uncomfortable and he's just like lol like, oh like also it's almost like also one thing about this guy which i think it's more is is that he's quite young and um influent he's not a prick like the other men are yeah like he's just well if you've got, got a face like that like, you at least got to be nice kate <laughs> well i think he's more like a nervous twitch like he's oh. obviously aware of it and you know like i don't know if you knew there was something in your teeth, you'd pick it at constantly yeah, yeah. to make sure it's kind of like that so mary you're a bastard so yeah mary you. being dick um but yeah, she's really nice. About that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Mary is serving drinks and shit, and the men serving shit. Mary, Mary, Mary it's not very on. But like, 
I feel like there's a lot in this book where she's sort of like because of like the company that they're keeping they're like the worst of the worst yeah. So obviously, in most of these situations, a young girl like Mary would be fucking violated. Yeah. And so they're kind of like, okay, I gotta put in the point because I'm not gonna write out that because it sounds really fucking traumatic. Mm. So this is, I feel that's just Daphne's thought process behind it for some of it. Anyway, it's because the men don't really take much notice of her. They don't really, they're kind of like, they obviously don't say thanks for their drinks because they're pricks. Yeah. But yeah, mm. they accepted her as niece of the landlord, a sort of serving maid of Merlin's wife, as she was introduced. And though one or two of the younger men would have spoken to her and plagued her, they were wary of the eye of the landlord himself, fearing that any familiarity on their part might anger him, as he had probably brought her to Jamaica for his own amusement. Ew! So Mary was left undisturbed, greatly to her relief. But had she known the reason for their reticence she would have walked out of the bar that night in shame and loathing this is the thing of like um guys will leave you alone if you go oh sorry i've got a boyfriend yeah like oh owned by another man it's the thing it's like there is no respect for women Mm. only if you are owned by another man yeah not just like shall we not like you know sexually harass like you know what i actually just don't want to rape someone tonight yeah really my vibe (laughs) like and you know even if I did fancy her, you know, I'd probably leave some options up to her in the matter. But yeah, I probably, I probably wouldn't go straight in with rape. No, it's never how I like to kick things off, I'll no, be honest with you. It's not it's not a great conversation starter, I'll be honest. No. Um, eventually, at nearly midnight, Mary is allowed to go to bed and Joss has another lovely goodnight message for her. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't stand this, she says. Um, you'll have to attend to your friends yourself. I'm going upstairs to my room. He wiped the sweat from his forehead with his shirt sleeve and stared down at her. She was surprised to see that although he had been drinking during the evening, he was himself sober. And even if it was, and even if he were the ringleader of this righteous, crazy company, he knew what he was doing. Had enough of it, have you? He said. Think yourself a little bit too good for for such as we. I'll tell you this, Mary. You've had an easy time behind the bar and you ought to go down on your knees and thank me for it. Because you're my niece, they've let you alone, my dear. But if you hadn't had that honour, by God, there wouldn't be much left of you now. (laughs) You must get through barmaids at quite a place. They're going to rape me so that I stop existing. Just like... I mean, it's not a talent because it's awful, but... I'm just imagining um, him, like, hearing, like, oh, and we're going to send Mary to come live with us. Right. That might make the barmaids last a bit longer if she's my niece, to be fair. Yep, send her well, in. Well, he did say, well, we've never had a barmaid before. Because, I mean, it may, maybe in his own state, it was like, look, I'll just get through them at the rate. It's not financially viable. <laughs> like, what, what's the point? There'll be not left by morning. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what a fucking world. He shouted with laughter. Why do you have to shout with laughter? Just calm down. <laughs> Very loud. So loud. <laughs> it's midnight. God, have yourself soy milk. God knows you need some estrogen. You kind of pop. <laughs> so strange. Um, he shouted and la- he shouted with laughter and pinched her cheek between his thumb and th- his th- thumb and finger, hurting her. Get out, then he said. It's close on midnight anyway, and I don't want you. You'll lock your door tonight, Mary, and pull down your and pull down your blind. Your aunt's been in bed an hour with the blanket drawn over her head. He lowered his voice, bending down to her ear, and seized her wrist. He doubled it behind her back until she cried out in pain. Look, am I going to bed or being assaulted? Can you make your mind up? It's both. That's, that's, that's how he says goodnight. <laughs> it's like, a, and now time for your good time Chinese burn. Right. Good time, ah. good night, Chinese. Good time, good night. <laughs> good time, good night, Mary. All right, he says. That's like a foretaste of punishment, and you'll know what to expect. Keep your mouth shut. And I'll treat you like a lamb. It doesn't do to be curious at Jamaica in, and I'll have you remember that. He was not laughing now, but stared down at her, frowning as though he would read her thoughts. Not a fool like your aunt, he said slowly. That's the curse of it. You've got a clever little monkey face and a ferreting monkey mind, and you're not easily scared. But I tell you this, Mary Ellen, I'll break that mind of yours if you let it go astray, and I'll break your body too. Go upstairs to bed, and let's hear no more of you tonight. I just said good night. <laughs> The appropriate response is, night, see you in the morning. Like, um, I just said goodnight and you tried to break my arm. <laughs> Literally. It reminds me I should be grateful for not being raped to death. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> like, God, no wonder you're about to burst you. Like, <laughs> so much anger on you. have got to calm down. God. Like, she's like, look. I might be filled with anxiety for myself and what you might do to me, Uncle Joss, but the thing that's really scaring me is your blood pressure. 
Come on, look at those eyes. Like oh, big veins. <laughs> sort of like, where's my bacon? Like, look, I think it's really important for your veins <laughs> that we just have some, like, low... Uh, what's a low blood pressure inducing foods like a low sodium diet yeah like i think you'll really benefit from a vegetarian diet (laughs) come on we're all going vegan let's all go vegan in the new year (laughs) so they went vegan and just turned over a new (laughs) leaf he started to sing he got a ukulele it was a beautiful vibe and he actually had a very sweet high voice (laughs) Very sweet melodic voice to Joss. And that's how Joss Stone came around. <laughs> now then, one of the men in oh yeah, so I've told you about the man with the birthmark on his face, and he's clearly a bit young and dumb. So <clears throat> the other guys are all kind of like, in terms of how Daphne de Mario put it, not my words, mm. of a lower class than what Mary's kind of used to, you know, like Isn't Mary just a run of the mill farmer? Yeah, but farmers are more like kind of respected than like, I don't know. These are kind of like your pickpocketers, like they're not, oh, okay. I mean they actually are hard criminals, but you know, that's that comes later. Yeah. Um but you know, I mean the, the odd one has like a job like he'll be like a blacksmith or something, but they're mm. like they're the kind of guys that, you know, like you'd see if you were in Victorian times and mm. you'd like see like in the pub and you'd be like, Oh I'll avoid them, they're the ruffians. I was gonna say they are the rabble and the riffraff. They are the riffraff. Um, but this guy, he's clearly, like, he's not brilliant, but he's also clearly, like, young and, like, compared to the others, not that bad. Like, you know, he's probably yeah. picked a couple of pockets. Like, a bit of a Fagin's boy, if you will, just yeah. growing up. But it's simple-like. But, you know, ultimately probably not that bad. Mm. Um, but he's kind of, like, because he's got his birthmark and obviously Victorians are pricks, mm. um, they're kind of take, they're kind of bullying him and also because he's, like, the youngest, like, mm. weakest link. They're kind of, like, yeah, they're bullying him and you think maybe... Joss actually would take on like more, more of a fatherly role here and be a bit protective. <laughs> no. Strip that damn idiot of his clothes, he thundered. <laughs> send him back naked to his mother. Maybe the November air will cool that purple face of his and <gasps> cure his dog tricks. We've had enough of him at Jamaica. Well, to be fair, I don't think his mother should let him go back to Jamaica in. That's not That's very, very nice. That's very mean. The peddler and the group and his group yelled in delight, and throwing the wretched half-wit on his back, began to tear off his coat and breeches, while the bewildered fellow flapped out at them with useless hands, bleating like a sheep. Mary ran out of the room, slamming the door behind her, and as she went up the rickety stairs, her hands over her ears, she could not keep out of the sound of laughter and wild song that echoed down the draughty passage, following her to her room, penetrating through the cracks of the floorboards. She felt very sick and threw herself on her bed, her head in her hands. There was a babble of noise in the yard below and yells of laughter, while a stream of light from a tossing lantern cast a beam up to the window. She got up and pulled down the blind, but not before she had seen the outline of a quivering naked form bound across the yard with great loping strides, screaming like a hare and pursued by a handful of hooting, jeering men, with Joss Merlin's giant figure in the lead, cracking a horsewhip above his head. That's fucking horrific! It's also, like, that is murder. Like, it's November... You've sent him out naked, drunk, on the moors. Yeah. They're not going to pick him up. No, no, no. It's taught, it's, uh, it's a fox chase. It's a fox hunt. Yeah. So you have a first murder. <laughs> first murder, guys. Someone keep a tally, because uh, there's going to be more. Um, <laughs> Does he actually die? He's never met, well... He's never mentioned again. He's just gone... Does he become the beast of Bob Moore? In which case, guys, have a fucking art. Jesus, he's had a rough time he's of it. He's had a rough time of it, right? <laughs> but yeah, like, those are the kind of men that we're dealing with. Clearly charmers. Well, you know, an old ruffian here and there. We're like a scallywag. No, they sound fucking heinous. It's just um, so mean. I remember I strip him like, ha! <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I can't remember if we've said this before, but you hear about, like, groups of, like, or groups of people that will commit a murder or something yeah. or a duo. And you're like, you just imagine if someone's like, you know, in a bar and they're like, you know, I was just thinking about like kidnapping a young girl tonight, like raping and strangling her and just their mate being like, yeah, all right, I'm fucking down. <laughs> you're like, it's, how does this come about? Like, should we strip that guy and chase him onto the moors? Like, I feel this says more about you than it does about him. <laughs> like, just ima- can you imagine if one of your mates turned to you and said something? They'd be like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> Who was it? Oh my god, was it the Moors murders? Uh, 
He's Moore's murders. He's Moore's murders. <laughs> no, and um, oh, he used to kill people in his living room, and he had like to be fair, they might be bullshitting slightly, but he had like a work colleague, and um, he brought him back and was just like casually doing some murdering in the living room, and he was like, "See, it's fun." And the work colleague was like, "Uh huh," and then like the next day, he went to his girlfriend, he was like. Last night got really fucking weird. <laughs> like, we have to call the police now. God, can you fucking imagine? Yeah. How I was don't... your night, sweetie? I don't want to talk about <laughs> That's his version of events. We're not sure if he was a bit like, so, um, Sean the Dark killed someone last night. It was kind of hot. You can't be doing that. Should we just go to the police now and they'll probably believe you? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things like that. Yeah. Bastard men. Mm. Anyway. So yeah, they're not nice men. Mm. Um, so Mary falls into an uneasy sleep, but is woken in the early hours by noises in the yard outside mm. her window. Mm. I sometimes worry that my voice gets too low when I'm being dramatic and they can't hear me. <laughs> Mary hears a noise outside her window! <laughs> she slept, and then, without warning, she heard something snap in the peace of mind that had enfolded her. And she was awake, and, and she was awake suddenly, sitting up in bed with the moonlight streaming on her face. I'm gonna let you know now, now lads. There is a lot of me reading passages from the book. This chapter gets fucking wild. All right, Ooh. strap in. She listened, hearing nothing at first but the thumping of her own heart. But in a few minutes, there came another sound from beneath her room. This time, the sound of heavy things being dragged along the stone flags in the passage downstairs, bumping against the walls. She got out of bed and went to the window, pulling aside an inch of blind. Five wagons were drawn up in the yard outside. Three were covered, each drawn by a pair of horses, and in the remaining two were open farm carts. One of the covered wagons stand, stood directly beneath the porch, and the horses were steaming. Mm. So running hard. <laughs> Steaming's another term I use for being drunk. And the horses were fucking steaming. They had a great time. Fucking hell, now! I thought we weren't going to make that corner. We shouldn't. We shouldn't trot and drive. Drink and trot. You're fucking wild, pal. <laughs> Funny. Um, what do horses drink? We'll edit out the gap where we thought, and we'll sound quick-witted. Um, <laughs> A Shetland might drink sherry. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a drink that sounds like hay. <laughs> you know, my first thought was tea! Because that's a type of beer, and I was like, it's got fuck all to do with hay, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. I feel I can't be wanting to have thought of something. You have to explain how much time we have to edit out. That's just being like... Hoof is like hooch. Okay, you know what, guys? We're passing this challenge what on to you. What kind of drink do horses drink? <laughs> you look so confident. <laughs> Strawberry daiquiri. Yay! You got that. We got it. We got it. I swear that was literally like five minutes of being like, it's gonna be a pun. It's gonna be a it's pun. It's gonna be a pun. <laughs> Just gotta find it, guys. There's one there. I know it. Right. Um, <laughs> gathered round the wagons were some of the men who had been drinking in the bar earlier in the evening. The cobbler from Launceston was stood was standing under Mary's window talking to the horse dealer. The sailor from Padstow had come to his senses and was patting the horse off the head of a horse. Well, that's nice. nice. That's lovely. The peddler who had tortured the poor idiot was climbing into one of the open carts and lifting something from the floor. I I think it's bad that they she refers to the, the poor boy who got chased off as the idiot. Yeah, she's a fucking dick. Yeah, she's a cum. So, just to be clear, when I'm reading passages and I say things that sound like that, it's it's Daphne, not me! Think about what Daphne. Yeah, oh, Daphne's a prick. There were strangers in the yard whom Mary had never seen before. She could see their faces clearly because of the moonlight, the very brightness of which seemed Sorry, to be Sorry, Mary, them. you're not meant to be fucking looking, are you, baby girl? I thought you said you weren't curious by nature. Yeah, Liar. yeah. Um, one of them pointed upwards and shook his head, while his companion, they were worried about the moonlight, it's too bright. Mm, um, I can see fucking Mary, see everyone. Yeah. And while his companion shrugged his shoulders, and another man, who had an air of authority about him, waved his arm impatiently, as though urging them to be permitted to make haste, and the three, the three of them turned at once and passed under the porch into the inn. 
Meanwhile, the heavy dragging sound continued, and Mary could trace the direction of it without difficulty from where she stood. Something was being taken along the passage to the room at the end. To the room at the end. The room with the barred windows and the bolted door. Ooh. Yeah, there's a, there's a secret door which no one going. Mm-hmm. She began to understand. Packages were brought by the wagons and unloaded at Jamaica Inn. They were stored in the locked room because the horses were steaming. They had come over a great distance from the coast, perhaps. And as soon as the wagons were unloaded, they would take their dis- their departure, passing out into the night as swiftly and as silently as they had come. Mm. So now Mary had a better idea of the happenings of Jamaica Inn, and this bit just made me giggle. So she understood something of his business now. Um, what she had does wanted- she? Well, they put things in secret rooms. There's like smuggling going on, basically. Okay. Just thinking, like bit of theft and stuff. And like, this theft? Is, yeah, and like this mm-hmm. Jamaican is quite well suited to hide it because it's like the only, out the way. Out the way. It's the only place <clears throat> on the main road between Bodmin and Launceston, like mm. the two main towns. So it's quite a good like. I saw pit stop. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, mm. um, so she understood something of his business now. What she had witnessed here tonight was smuggling on the grand scale. There was no doubt that the Jamaican was ideally situated for his purpose, and he must have bought it for that reason alone. All that talk of returning to the home of his boyhood was nonsense, of course. The mm. instant alone on the great high road that ran north and south, and Mary could see that it must be easy enough for anyone with the capacity of organisation to work a team of wagons from the coast to the. T- I never know if it's Tamar or Tamar Bank, but anyway. Oh, Tamar, I um, thought. Maybe that's that. Tamar Bank. Yeah, sounds more Cornish. Tamar. Tamar. <laughs> With the inn itself as a halting place and general store. It must be so. Mary could see no alternative. <laughs> and although her loathing for the landlord increased, she allowed herself a grudging respect for his management. <laughs> to be fair, what a business <laughs> <like>, model. <laughs> to be fair to him. To be fair, you... When you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose, and he he has made it work for himself. Isn't that like DW and Danvers though? She'd be like, well, I, I mean, you know, she's a terrible, horrible brute to me, but my God, can that woman run a house? And she might be a dick, but my God, her organisation skills are something to be admired. Do you want a job? I have a job. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you can plan a party, a horrible bitchy party for me, but my God, that was an event and a half. Just so like, damn, I hate this party. Damn, I can't appreciate the decor. You, you, you've got a real eye for that, Dad. That is lovely. Would you like a canopy? I would. I would. Oh, God, it's delicious. Who organised this? Danvers. Of course it fucking was. Of course it was. Danvers, you fucking... You OG. By the way, do you like my dress? You look like the ex missus I know you fucking cunt. Like, you planned this to a T, and my God, you did it brilliantly. <laughs> you you got me, to be fair. You got me. You got me. If you guys are lost, you need to listen to the Rebecca season. Yeah. Which is also by Daphne du Maurier. Which mm. Jamaica Rangers by? <laughs> anyway, now the men have done their business, but Mary is too pumped to sleep. She's like, I was a fucking kick in her arm. So she sits on her bed and has a good old think about what to do. Thinking if it weren't for the fact that it, um, it would destroy her aunt, she'd go to the nearest town and report him right now. Anywho, she's sexist and doesn't think women can help themselves. Yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> I think your aunt needs an out. Go do it. Had she been a man, she would have gone downstairs and challenged Joss Merlin to his face and his friends with him, yes, and fought them too, and drawn blood if she were lucky, and then away on a horse from the, st- um, from the stable with Aunt Patience riding pillion. I think that means it's like on the back. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because a pillion is something you attach to a bike with a like, like side cart. Oh. Um, what was I going to say? Um, this idea of like, oh, if I was a man, you know, I'll just throw some punches and it'll all be all right. But I swear men kind of have this thing as well. Like, oh, I'll just go in, you know, like throw my weight around. Like, what do you think's going to happen? Also, let's not forget, Joss Merlin is a hulking giant of yeah. seven foot. Yeah, I know you said you'd, if you were a man, you'd do these things, but you would actually die. Yeah, if you were a dragon, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just like, fuck off, Mary. You can still, um, you know, help yourself if you're a woman. Yeah. Not have to be a little bitch about it. Just become a dragon. Yeah, just be a dragon, you prick. What, what makes you think men are going to solve the situation? They'll just go get drunk. <laughs> yeah, if you're wishing They'll, for things. If you're going to be a man, you'll probably just smack on patients too. Let's be honest, <laughs> men suck. You just turn into a man and be like, oh, I really respect that Joss guy. Yeah. Let's go punch out patients. Anyway, after this impeccable logic. Mm. Don't be a man, be a dragon. <laughs> Um, she decides to just like, uh, she thinks she, she'll she just do this, which is just really smart. Yeah. I shall not show fear before Joss Merlin or any man, nice lad. Yeah. Like, lass. Um, <laughs> Your internalised misogyny is showing. Now listen to this. And to prove it, I will go down now in the dark passage and take a look at them in the bar. And if he kills me, it'll be my own fault. <laughs> what? What's fucking logic? So, you want, I mean... Firstly, if he goes down, if you go, if you go down and he kills you, that's still his fault. Yeah. 
you're allowed to walk around your house and have a look at night and not get murdered. Yeah. That's meant to be a kind of a low bar. Yeah. Um, secondly, also, like, like, I'm not scared. I'm going to go look at you. Like, <laughs> I'm going to spy on you. Hi. Like, oh, you're looking. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, Joss. What are you going to fucking do about it? Probably stop my conversation. Wait for you to leave. <laughs> Skip Did you along, want to, Mary? Did you want water? something? Do you want me to say goodnight again? <laughs> you know how much you like it when I say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, she heads downstairs and crouches outside the barroom door. The door is open and she can hear the men inside. Creepy little golem. <laughs> <laughs> the men must be sitting on the benches against the further wall, for she could not see them. They had fallen into silence and then suddenly a man's voice rang out, quavering and high, the voice of a stranger. No! No, and no again. That's not quavering and hard. No, no again. <laughs> I tell you, for the final time, I'll be—I'll not be a party to it. I'll break with you now and forever and put an end to the agreement. That's murder you had, you'd have me do, Mr Merlin. There's no other name for it. It's common murder. The voice was pitched high, trembling on the final... Sorry, it's common murder! Mm. Um, the voice was pitched high, trembling on the final note, as though the speaker was... Um, was carried away by the force of his feelings and had lost command of his tongue. Someone... <laughs> Someone, the landlord himself, no doubt, made reply in a low tone, and Mary could not catch his words. <laughs> but his speech was broken by a crack, crack cackle of laughter that she recognised as belonging to the peddler. Harry, he comes up a lot, he's kind of like Joss's set, like, right-hand man. Okay. Um, he has no teeth. Um, <laughs> or broken teeth. Uh, the quality of it was unmistakable, insulting and coarse. He must have hinted a question, for the stranger spoke again, swiftly in self-defence. Swinging it, he said. I've risked swinging it before, and I'm not afraid of my neck. No, I'm thinking of my conscience and of Almighty God. And... Oh, fucking pages. Um, Stop jizzing on the book here. Sexy, Joss is just so sexy. (laughs) So tight. (laughs) Of Almighty God. Though I'll face any man in a fair fight and take punishment if need be, when it comes to the killing of innocent folk and maybe women and children among them, that's going straight to hell, Joss Merlin. And you know it. And you know it as well as I do. That's why I'm trying to get you to do it. What are you planning, Mr. (laughs) Joss Merlin? Gosh. It's a bit dramatic, isn't it? You can do. Good day. It's a full tight. Not so fast, my friend. Mr. Merlin? Mr. Merlin. Not so fast. You're soaked in this business up to your neck and be down to you and your blasted conscience. I tell you, there's no going back on it now. It's too late. Too late for you and for all of us. I've been doubtful of you. It's too late. And then they burst into beautiful songs. I've been doubtful of you from the first with your gentleman's air and your clean cuffs. By God, I... Clean cuffs, I've always thought. She's got such fucking clean cuffs. Never known a dirty works day in your life, have you? Clean cuffs. Bastard. <laughs> <Maniac>. <laughs> um, and by God, I've proved myself right. Harry, the peddler, mm. bowled the door over there and put the bar across it. Ooh. Ooh. There was a sudden scuffle and a cry and the sound of someone falling. And at the same time, the table crashed to the floor and the door to the yard was slammed. Once more, the peddler laughed, odious and obscene, and he began to whistle one of his songs. Shall we tickle him up like silly Sam? He said, Aww. breaking off in the middle. Yeah. He'd be like a body without his fine clothes. Oh. I could do with his watch and chain too. Poor men of the road like myself having the money to go buy and watches. Tickle him up with the whip, Joss, and let's see the colour of his skin. Shut your mouth, Harry, and do as you're Ooh. told. Ooh. Oh, gosh, Joss. So dominating. Sex when you do it like that. <laughs> I see line. why these pages are so juicy. <laughs> Answered the landlord. Stand where you are by the door and, p- and prick him with your knife if he tries to pass you. Prick him with your knife. Prick him with your dick. I like the tickle with the, the whip. Prick him with the knife. I like. They like to keep it cute. So yeah. Nice little tickles. Little tickles. Little prick. Why is man away? Um. Now look here, Mr. Lawyer Clerk, or whatever you are in Truro Town. You've made a fool of yourself tonight, but you're not going to make a fool of me. You'd like to walk out of that door, wouldn't you, and get on your horse and be away to Bobham? Yeah, and by nine in the morning, you'd have every magistrate in the country at Jamaica Inn and a regiment of soldiers into the bargain. That's your fine idea, isn't it? Mary could hit the strange. Now it seems stupid. <laughs> If you say it like that, it sounds really silly, doesn't it, Joss? But in my head, it actually sounds like a very good idea. <laughs> Mary could hear the stranger breathe heavily. He must have been hurt in the scuffle, for when his voice came, it was jerky and contracted, as though he were in pain. Do your devil's work if you must, he muttered. I can't stop you, and I give you my word I'll not inform against you. But join you, I will not. 
then that's my last word to you both. I'm getting a wonderful acting experience. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. There was a silence, and then Joss Merlin spoke again. Have a care, he said softly. I heard another man say that once. And five minutes later, he was treading in the air on the end of a rope, it was. My friend and his big toe missed the floor by half an inch. I asked him if he liked to be so near the ground, but he didn't answer. The rope forced the tongue out of his mouth and he yeah. bit it clean off. Christ! They said afterwards... He sure it wasn't a Mars bar? <laughs> <laughs> they said afterwards he had taken seven and three-quarter minutes to die. Outside in the passage, Mary felt her neck and her forehead go clammy with sweat and her legs and arms were weighted suddenly as though with lead. Little black spot specks flickered before her eyes and with a growing sense of horror, she realised she was probably going to faint. Oh. Well, she is a Victorian woman. What did you expect? There will be some swooning. Mary, you're traumatising yourself. Get the fuck to bed. You've got to calm, you've got to calm down, Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she kind of like, is like, sure, I need to hide. Her uncle's <laughs> voice came from very far away as though he spoke with his hands against his mouth. Leave me alone with him, Harry, he said. There'll be no more work for you tonight at Jamaica. Take his horse and be off and cast him loose on the other side of Camelford. I'll set this business myself. Oh, this doesn't sound very good for clean cuffs. It doesn't sound very good for clean cuffs at all. What? You didn't think it was just murder was capable of murder? Murder. A cheeky bit of murder. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the they were threatening this guy um, who didn't want to be involved in murder, which is pretty fair play. Yeah. Obviously, Mary's about to faint, so she's like, I need to get myself out of the situation. Yeah. So she managed to get herself into the parlour and could faint for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Fine, I could faint in peace. <laughs> Imagine having this... I mean, have you ever fainted? Not properly. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you do get a bit of warning, so I suppose, yeah. yeah sometimes. Yeah. I've, I've had, yeah. Anyway, so it's like, I need to lie down, and I don't have time to get upstairs, so I need to go somewhere quick now. <laughs> go, go, go. To pass it on the floor for a little bit. Anyway, now when she wakes up, she thinks of sneaking back upstairs, but just as she's thinking it, she hears a noise from upstairs. Hmm... So yeah, it's coming from the room that's like where all the stuff's been stored, the secret locked yeah. room, um, which is next Santa's to her Santa's workshop, you Santa's mean? Santa's workshop. Yeah, she can hear these footsteps and she's like, who could it be? Everyone of the company has been sent away. And it's not going to be From inside the dodgy room or going up from to inside it, it. From inside the locked door. And she can hear them and she's like, fuck, that's by my room. They must have heard me leave. Like, oh, gross. It's just the, and this is, she's like, could it? Like, could it be someone who's not friends with Joss Mallon? Because he sent all his company away and it's not going to be our patients. Mm. Could it be someone lying and wait for him? Should And they didn't dob me into him and they, they must have heard me pass. Like, yeah. maybe I should go up and, like, you know, be like, hey, mate, we've come together. Like, <laughs> you got a horse? Can we get out of here? Yeah. I like, wouldn't go in there. Well, she starts to, like, make her way. She's got her foot on the first step, ready to go up. And the door opens. Not that door. The door to the bar. Oh. Opens and Mer and Joss starts to walk in. So she quick as a wink, she flies back into the parlour. Oh, no. yeah. um, and he starts to go up the steps. <gasps> Trembling with excitement and fear, she waited in the parlour and she heard the landlord pass across the hall and climb the stairs to the landing above. His footsteps came to a halt above her head outside the guest room. And for a second or two, he waited as though he too listened for some alien sound. Then he tapped twice, very softly on the door. Ooh. Once more, the board creaked and someone crossed the floor of the room above and the door was opened. Mary's heart sank within her and her first despair returned. This could be no enemy to her uncle after all. Probably Joss Merlin had admitted him in the first place early in the evening when she and Aunt Patience had been prepping the bar for the company and he had lain in waiting there until all the men had departed. It was some personal friend of the landlord's who had no wish to meddle in his evening's business and would not even show himself to the landlord's wife. Her uncle had known that he had been there all the time and that was why he had sent the peddler away. He did not wish the peddler to see his friend. She thanked God she had not climbed the stairs yeah. and knocked on the door. Well, I was like, it's a bit fucking... You haven't got, like, a full account of what's going on, Mary, to be knocking on strange doors yeah, and strange like, men. Yeah, I mean, there are still a lot of freaks around Mary. Yeah. I wouldn't risk it. No. <clears throat> so she hears that yeah, her uncle meet this person. Sorry, also her logic, like... So this potentially could be someone lying in wait for my uncle to kill him... And I'll go knock on the door and be like, yeah, I'm game. Like, no, you could compromise my plan and also dob me fucking in. And also, oh, you're related to your uncle. I'll just fucking kill you too. Yeah, so I was like, clearly I'm not a very nice person. Yeah. And, you know... You thought you were going to have a reasonable conversation with me? Like, I'm a murderer and I've come to kill a murderer. 
Do you not think I'm a bit scary? <laughs> yeah. You're I'm the fucking devil, man. You're slightly intimidated. Like, and also, like, let's just be realistic. Chances are I'm probably a bloke. But you're not really going to rape you. Yeah, it seems to be the vibe going on Yeah. There. Anyway, she doesn't. She doesn't uh. know who this person is. Um, she hears them come back down the stairs and go into the bar. Silence. Mm. Mary waits a long time before creeping back to the now deserted bar. The men had gone, though they must have turned to the left outside the kitchen and walked straight out onto the moor, for she would have heard them if they had crossed the road. The air felt cold and sweet upon her face, and now that her uncle and stranger had left it, the room seemed harmless and impersonal once more. The horror was spent. It's just a room, Mary. Mm. A last little ray of moonlight made a white circle on the floor, and into the circle moved a dark blob like a finger. It was the reflection like of... Like a finger. <laughs> it was the reflection of a shadow. Mary looked up to the ceiling and saw that a rope had been slung through a hook in oh, the beam. Hell. It was the rope's end that made the blob in a white circle and mm. it kept moving backwards and forwards, blown by the draught from the open door. Like a noose? A noose. So they hung clean cuffs? They hung clean cuffs and now they're out on the moors getting rid of the body. Oh, poor And that's clean why cuffs. they told um, Harry the Peddler to take the um, horse and let it loose. Yeah, that, that didn't sound like it was going to end well for clean cuffs. No, Mary, like, there's horse guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, this was the moment clean cuffs knew he'd fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, clean cuffs. Oh, clean cuffs. So we've had, a, we've had some murder. We've had two murders. Murder, murder, murder. Change the fucking record. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right. So, Jamaica Inn. You're yeah. friendly. Um, so, time goes by at Jamaica Inn. And Mary just gets on with housework. As a good woman should. Good, good, good. Keep your head down. Keep your head down. Carry on. Keep your head down. Your counter's clean. Exactly. Um, so, anyway, one day when Joss is around, um, someone pays a visit to Jamaica Inn. Mary hears someone pounding on the barroom door and she's like, fucking what? Mm. Um, and she goes in to check it out. What's going on here then? Skip some peaches, isn't mm. No one had approached Jamaica Inn before and this summons was an invent in itself. Mary went back to the kitchen to warn her aunt, but she had left the room. And looking out of the window, Mary could see her pattering across the garden to her husband, who was loading turf from the stack in the barrow. They were both out of earshot and neither could have heard the sound of this new arrival. Mary wiped her hands on her apron and went into the bar. The door must have been unlocked after all. For to her surprise, there was a man sitting straddle-legged across, at a, across a chair with a glass in his hand, filled to the brim with ale. Help which you fuck yourself then? Yeah, which he had calmly poured from the, um, from the tap himself. For a few minutes, they considered one another in silence. I just enjoyed the writing of this for a few, few minutes. minutes. Like, minutes, just like staring. Like, all right, all right. I just imagine two cats looking at each other like, hmm. It's just like, obviously like, you get what she means, it's a few moments, but just yeah. the term minutes, just like, hmm. It was getting fucking awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna blink? <laughs> like I kind of thought I would just look at him and then he'd offer some explanation, and when he didn't, well, I didn't really fucking know what to do. So we stared. <laughs> Days passed. I became parched. <laughs> His beard started to look good. <laughs> His beard started to grow longer as the days passed. Nights, months went by. Minutes turned into years. Years to decades. After we both urinated in front of each other, we thought we had no bounds to our relationship. We thought that must at least break the ice. No, still we stared. <laughs> My uncle came in and I eventually said, Hush, uncle, you have no place here. He backed away, too frightened of the ominous stare set between me and this man. Who is he, I thought? What is he? Demon or God? I didn't know. He thought the same of me. I saw the curiosity. I saw the tears building in his eyes, desperate to blink. Would he do it after all these years? Would, what would we do with our lives beyond this point? Who are we without each other and our lack of blinks? I never thought my soulmate would be this straddling man with a pint. So several centuries later, something about him was familiar and Mary wondered where she had seen him before. The rather drooping eyelids, the curve of his mouth and the outline of his jaw. Even the bold and decidedly... <laughs> Even the bold and decidedly insolent stare with which he favoured her were things known to her and definitely disliked. <laughs> oh, by her! <laughs> no, 
I don't know you, Mary. I don't fucking like you. <laughs> I don't know you, and I don't want to. <laughs> no. We just spent 17 centuries staring into each other's eyes. You don't want to know my name. Not even my name. No. And then he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? Such a weird life. What did I do with my life? <laughs> so, yeah, this guy's a bit insolent towards Mary, and Mary is in no mood for his shit. And, um, um, to sit about and drink all their drink and so she's like can I fucking help you and he's hmm. like I'm just having a drink <laughs> is this or is this not a bar pretty much do you want to speak to the landlord or not she asked at length because I can't stand here all day awaiting your pleasure if you don't want to see him and you finish your drink you can put down your money on the counter and go away very the man friendly laughed. atmosphere imagine yeah. going into a pub and having a drink do you want to talk to the landlord or not not mm. really well you guess you can just finish your drink I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I think they're allowed to get pissy if they walk in and you've poured yourself a drink. Well, there was no one on the bar. I was gonna pay. He knocked and she walked through. Oh. Like, there wasn't a lot of time. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it is rude. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the man laughed and his smile uh, laughed and his smile and the flash of his teeth struck a chord in her memory but still she could not name the resemblance do you order just about in that way he said he must be a changed man if you do what a creature of contradictions that fellow is after all I never thought he'd run a young woman alongside his other activities what do you do with poor patients of an evening do you turn her out on the floor or do you sleep all three abreast Mary flushed Rude. scarlet Joss Merlin is my uncle by marriage, she said. Aunt Patience... Sorry, but the by marriage bit doesn't make it better. It's my uncle by marriage. So we're still sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's not incest, it's only by marriage. Yeah. Um, Aunt Patience was my mother's sister. My name is my name is Mary Yellen, if that means anything to my you. Good Mary morning. Yellen. My name is Mary Yellen. <laughs> um, if that means anything to you. Good morning. The door is behind you. <laughs> please, please. <clears throat> Goodbye. So yeah, you tell him, Mary. We find out who this guy is because as she leaves, Joss Merlin's there, mm. um, and he's kind of like pushes her out of the way, like you want to fucking talk to people. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I love him. Don't talk to people. No one likes you. Get away. Disgust me. He's disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting child. <laughs> Get out of here, Mary. Sometimes Ellen I have Yellen. to remember that Mary is my age. She's twenty three, and it freaks me out because I'm like. Such a child. Yeah. You're also weird growing up about stuff. And I'm like, this is how, Katie, this is how everyone feels about you. <laughs> like, welcome to how the whole world sees you. I'm confused. <laughs> yes. So is Mary Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so um, Joss goes into the bar. Oh, it's you, Jem, is it? He said, What do you want at Jamaica today? I can't buy a horse from you if that's what you're after. Things are going badly, and I'm as poor as a field mouse after a wet harvest. Mm. He closed the door, leaving Mary in the passage outside. Rude. She went back to her bucket of water in the front hall, wiping the dirty mark from her face with her apron. So that was Jem Merlin, her uncle's younger brother. Uh, and that's why she's like, you look familiar and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, of course, she had seen the resemblance all the time and like a fool had not been able to place it. So, Mary, you're quite hard on yourself. Fool! Fool! How can I not see it? <laughs> well, you know, let's be honest, you don't really know Joss and... Can you see his face? He's like 18 feet exactly. above you. He's just in the clouds. It's just a concept by that point. Yeah, just, you're just a shape. <laughs> a big one. I'm sure there's a face somewhere yeah, up there. Like I saw it once when you shone a lantern in my face. Since then, it's just been lost in darkness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't you know your uncle when you see... Well, I just see like a head ascending into the clouds. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, that's probably you. It's probably one of the tall ones. Yeah, so anyway... Um, he had reminded her of her uncle throughout the conversation and she had not realised it. He had Joss Merlin's eyes without the blood-flecked lines and without the pouches and he had Joss Merlin's mouth firm though where the um, landlord's was weak and narrow um, where his lower lip sagged. Yeah. I don't know. He was what Joss Merlin might have been 18, 20 years ago but smaller in build and height, neater in person. Sexier. So it's basically, <laughs> so you're my uncle but hot. <laughs> Sorry, you're my uncle by marriage, but hot. <laughs> you're my uncle by mar by marriage, and you're hot. Um, hello, hello. <laughs> so yeah, after she leaves, Joss goes straight into the bar, and um, she goes back to her cleaning, wondering how our patients could have married a man like that. Uh, to be fair, I've got my questions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then she comes to this logic, because she's like, oh, and he smacks her about, and left her in this withered old state when she used to be like quite the talk of the town. She was a mm. sexy thing. 
Why were women such fools, so short-sighted and unwise, wanted Mary, well, as she scrubbed the last turn stone flag person. of the hall with venom, as, uh, as though venom. by her very action she might cleanse the world and blot out the indiscretions of her kind. It is not <laughs> the victim's fault, Mary! It's not the victim's fault. Mary, you suck. I always find that when people, like, their partner turns into a shit and they're like, well, I just never saw it coming. Like, well, one would hope not. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, well, I probably wouldn't have married him if I thought mm. he was going to kill me. Yeah. Um, but it's this whole idea, like, why didn't you leave? Because he abused me into thinking that if I left, he'd kill me and I had no way of surviving outside our relationship. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I didn't stay because I liked it. And back then, patients probably wouldn't survive outside their relationship like, and also, either. Like, let's just remember, they are actually literally in the fiddle, middle of, of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like, if she leaves... Like, I don't think... They, like, they have a horse and cart, but I don't think she can probably drive it. No. And, like, so if she where leaves... Where are you going to go? If she leaves on foot, mm. like, where's she going to fucking go? Yeah. Like, she probably doesn't have... The, she doesn't have the strength. Like, she's very weak and frail. Mm. She won't have the strength to walk anywhere. And even if she did, he'd catch her. Yeah. yeah. Like, and probably kill her. Like, yeah. she literally cannot leave. She is yeah. a prisoner. Mentally and literally, like... Physically, yeah. Like, there is no escape for her. So fuck Spiritually... You, spiritually bound to him um so yeah it's just like it's the fucking fucking toxic victim blaming mm. and it's also men are just never held responsible yeah. for their actions like yeah oh this man has abused and like and also this is the phrasing of things victims yeah. of domestic abuse rape victims yeah it's constantly putting like and it's this thing that's going on at the moment yeah. like, a, like a woman's recently been um found murdered from having the audacity to walk through her mm. local park in the evening. Yeah. And it's like this whole thing being like, oh, women in the area, you should be wary going out after mm. dark. And it's like, no, we need to stop telling women to be responsible because men are fucking pigs and kill them! Yep, literally. It's so fucking pissing. Animals. Animal. Animals, a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Back to the inn. Mary is scrubbing away when she hears a tap at the window and looking round, Jem Merlin is there. Oh, all right. Mary frowned at him and turned away, but he made answer with another shower of pebbles. He's throwing pebbles. We had centuries together, Mary. Centuries, do not remember. (laughs) Um, This time, cracking the glass in earnest. Oi! Oi! Fuck off! Oi! You're causing a ruckus. (laughs) So that a small piece of the pane splintered onto the floor with a stone beside it. Mary unbolted the heavy entrance door and went out into the porch. What do you want? She asked him, conscious suddenly of her loose hair and rumpled dirty apron. I'm busy! He still looked down at her with curiosity, but the insolence had gone, and he had the grace to appear the smallest bit ashamed himself. Forgive me if I was rude to you just now, he said. Somehow I didn't expect to see a woman at Jamaica Inn. Not a young girl like you, anyway. I thought Joss had found you in one of the towns and had brought you back here for his fancy lady. Mary flushed again and bit her lip in annoyance. There's nothing very fanciful about me, she said scornfully. I'd look well in a town, wouldn't I, in my old apron and heavy shoes? I should have thought anyone with eyes in his head could see I was farm bred. <laughs> I don't know, he said carelessly. Put you in a fine gown and a pair of high-heeled shoes and stick a comb in your hair. I dare say you'd pass for a lady, even in a big place like Exeter. Oh, like Exeter. Like Exeter. I meant to be flattered by that, I suppose, said Mary. But thank you very much. I'd rather wear my old clothes and look like myself. We could do a lot worse than that, of course, he agreed. And looking up, she saw that he was laughing at her. She turned to go back into the house. Oh, come on, don't go away, he said. I know I deserve black looks from speaking to you as I did, but if you knew my brother as well as I do, you'd understand me making a mistake. It looks strange having a maid at Jamaica Inn. Why did you come here in the first place? <clears throat> so well, I didn't have much fucking choice. Yeah, so Mary kind of explains about her situation. Twitch Jem says... We Merlins have never been good to our women, he said. I can remember my father beating my mother till she couldn't stand. She never left him, though, but stood by him all his life. When he was hanged at Exeter, she didn't speak to a soul for three months. Her hair went white with a shock. I can't remember my grandmother, but they say she fought side by side with Grandad once um, near Callington when the soldiers came to take him, and she bit a fellow's finger right cool. through to the bone. What she had to love in Grandad, I can't say. But he never as much as uh, asked her after he'd been taken. And he left all his savings with another woman on the <gasps> other side of t- Tamar. Fucking cunt. I know. Mary was silent. The indifference in his voice appalled her. He spoke entirely without shame or regret. And she supposed that he had been born like the rest of his family, lacking quality of tenderness. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he sounds like a fucking stand-up guy. Uh-huh. Anyway, they chat on and Jem tells her that he is a horse thief. 
Cool. Lovely respectable. Um, well, you know, um, your brother just chucked one on the moors the other night. You yeah, know, like, if you want to down that way, you might find one for free. Yeah, go for it. Go for I it. know one will ask about that one, I think. <laughs> just like, I think you've misunderstood a horsey. I'll get them all for free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got me there, Jim, you know, lad. You're sharp, lad, lad. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I was so enthralled by looking at you for centuries. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I glossed him before. <laughs> anyway, um, then before he goes, he says this. Look here, he said. I'm serious now. You can forget all the nonsense I've told you. Jamaica is no place for a maid, nor for any woman if it comes to that. My brother and I have never been friends, and I can say what I like about him. We go our own ways and be damned to one another. But there's no reason why you should be caught up in his dirty schemes. Why don't you run away? I'd see you on the road to Bodmin, all right? His tone was persuasive. And Sorry, isn't she like kind of on the road to Bodmin? Like, I see you on the road to Bodmin. It's just there. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Like, really, really needed that. Like, oh, where is it? What's that? It's the only road. It's that one by your house. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. I was really struggling with that one. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. <laughs> now, fuck Thanks. <laughs> his tone was persuade his tones were persuasive and Mary could almost have trusted him, but she could not forget he was Joss Merlin's brother and as such might betray her. Yeah, sure. She dared not make a confident of him. Not yet, anyway. Time would show whose side he was on. Yeah. I don't need any help, she said. I can look after myself. Jem threw his leg over the pony's back and struck his feet into the leathers. All right, he said. I won't worry you. My cottage is across, across the Withybrook. <laughs> if you ever want to, if you ever want me, the other side of the Trawatha Marsh at the front of Twelve Man's Moors. You know what, Jem? That was a lot to comprehend. You know what? You're just like I will help you find the road, which is fucking there. I can see it, and now you're like, well, no worries. Put to my house. It's that way, that way, that way. That, that could do some explaining. Literally, Jim. like. This is fucking when though, isn't it? Do you know how to get there? No, but it's okay. I'll just use my cell phone. Well, the thing you want to do is, <laughs> is you want to take the A479. You know the A479? No, you don't know the A479. It's the road that runs through Farnborough. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, um, to get to the A479, you want the A13. <laughs> what part of I don't know road names do you not get when I have a fucking sat now? <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, you don't know the way to places. No, I have Google. <laughs> That's what I have a smartphone for. Good day to you, um, he says. And he was off and down the road before she had time to say a word in return. Okay, so we've met Joss's little... I bet she did have a chance to say a word in return. It's only because she spends minutes doing things. <laughs> God, she's meant to be sharp and she's just all like, you are so slow. She says, ask what the horse is drink. What are you talking about? We were snappy out there. <laughs> yeah, God. Um... Get that editing in. <laughs> Uh, so we've met Joss, um, Joss's little brother. Chip off the old block or made of sweet stuff? What do you think? I reckon it's going to be apparent that he's made of sweeter stuff. He's actually, in, when you actually look at the facts of what's going on, he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we'll leave it there today. Um, Jen's a pretty important character. He's going to crop up again. Mm -hmm. um, Joss is murderer. Mm -hmm. And... Mary's yelling. Mary, Ellen is yelling. She's yelling. She's I, Ellen. So often in this book, people like are just like Mary Ellen. Now then, Mary Ellen, you're oh Mary Ellen. That's Mary Ellen. You're like, why do you have to say her full name every time you fucking speak to her? It's weird. It's because they don't know it's her full name. They think she's Mary Ellen. Maybe. And they're saying it, and she's like, it's really weird that everyone calls you by my first name. Just you know, explain your name to them one more time. And to be fair, it's. Actually, in the later bit, he calls her Mary, but I swear it's always Joss. It's just like Mary Ellen all the time. At uh, one I don't point, think he understands. And Patience has had to fill something in, and she's written Mary Ellen. He's like, what's that? Mary, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, to be fair, I've been calling the wrong name. Mary, right, got you. <laughs> Mary. Mary. <laughs> yeah? yeah? I thought you were called Mary Ellen. I am. No, 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 you're called Mary Ellen. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I thought you were Mary Ellen. Ellen. I am. I <laughs> know. Like, you're Mary Ellen. Why are you yelling? <laughs> well, why are you? Oh. Just on patience. This. This is why I lost my mind. <laughs> this. This is right here. Right here. This is why I tried to keep you away. It's not because I care about you, Mary. It's because I cannot fucking.
can handle this conversation about your name again. Like, she just starts screaming and smashing her head against the wall, like, hey, was she all right or did we do that? <laughs> like, you know that she was all right. Like, I was already married to your wife, uh, to um, your aunt when she came to visit you when she was a child. You're the one that did this, Mary Ellen Ellen. <laughs> so, sorry, the last time, your name is Mary Ellen. Yes, not Mary Ellen. No, I am Mary Ellen. Jen <laughs> 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 Manor comes back in for the second round of staring, like, are we screaming this time? <laughs> Centuries later. <laughs> ah, I'm getting hoarse. <laughs> well, don't worry, I'm a horse thief, so I've got something for that. <laughs> There we go. And on that We're note, hilarious. <laughs> we shall see you. Well, you'll hear us next week. Um, yeah. If you've liked what you've heard, track us down on the Patreon, track us down on the socials, just type on classical in wherever, we'll pop up. And thanks. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up with more dark and debauchery at uh, Jamaica Inn next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Bye.